Has there ever been a Christmas in your life where you just wished you were dead? <laughs> no. You just wish you were never born? <laughs> I could probably think of like four Christmases. Yeah, but you're like a Christmas hater. Yeah. You know? Well, I, there's a reason why I'm a Christmas hater. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never given that um uh what the, what's the new the I, I never had a canon event that made me hate christmas <laughs> you know my canon, that's not part of my 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 canon event is that i've had like multiple wildly traumatic christmases <laughs> i like the so, idea. like eric will only turn out into the person that the universe needs him to be if he fucking hates christmas <laughs> yeah i just i do like the, i do like the sort of multiversal grinch thing you've got going on in every universe you go to eric just fucking hates christmas no matter what i i would like i would like to think that there's like the one universe where like you're you're you don't like spooky stuff you're really into valentine's day but you still fucking hate christmas <laughs> that's that's a lot to unravel. <laughs> I I just fucking go to town on St. Patty's, bro. <laughs> Hate Christmas. <laughs> Hate Christmas. Fucking su- Santa can suck my dick. <laughs> Give me that green beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, any holiday goes, but fuck Christmas. It never. There's that's like the one dark. You, the like Batman is the Joker like that the Christmas loving Eric starts showing up and killing all the other holiday hating or holiday loving Eric's I want to meet the flag day Eric I want to <laughs> see, see what his life's like I, I don't because that Eric becomes president and and, 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 and all, all, all at war breaks out <laughs> he knows too much about like geography <laughs> that's that's might be more dangerous than the Christmas Eric the flag there cool oh man i'll tell you what though the eric that can pull it together during the holidays is an eric of immeasurable strength mm-hmm. i fear and envy that man we could really do some good work if we went and got breast cancer awareness eric yeah he's <laughs> he's probably he's... doing work <laughs> to meet the eric who's also like super into titties to that point is also crazy <laughs> But at least he's doing good work. Yeah, so that's the universe where you still you you hate Christmas still obviously, but then but then something like stop you you didn't see that one ass while you were growing up that like that that changed my life. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just grew up a booby man, so much so that you you really you, you that helped like fund the cure for breast cancer. <laughs> Philanthropist, booby philanthropist Eric universe is breast really cancer funny. awareness. Eric is making me feel like unaccomplished <laughs> as, a, as a human. So let's let's move, let's on, move on from, from him. and you lasses and welcome to the devil's cut the podcast where all we want for christmas is your blood if it's spooky scary or merry we're here to talk about it i'm matt young your resident man boy possessed by a devil and i'm here with the skeleton everyone should want in their christmas gift eric rossi <laughs> i really threw eric for a loop by switching it up with the christmas the here, yule so. lads and lasses got me 
oh fuck, we still need to build our our our, our Tio de Nadal. Our Tio de Nadal. We're gonna oh have my to go God. over the week. <laughs> this week we're gonna have to go to uh go to Lowe's and or Home Depot. Yeah. You know, if anyone wanna, doesn't know, we don't, don't want to call ourselves out of which one we, <laughs> we prefer. If anyone doesn't know about Tio de Nadal, just look them up. Go listen to our Go old to our Christmas episode. We went, on, we went on a long tie right over the Christmas oh, shit mog, man. God. Oh, yeah, we do need to get one of those. What a good creature. <laughs> he, the best addition to my to my life <laughs> in a while. Uh, I, I think we should, I think the world should move. We should, I think, drop uh, Mariah Carey down a few pegs, and that log's got to... If he gets a funny song, if he gets a funny song about pooping at the holidays, Adam Sandler, Mariah's where done are for you? Adam pick up the guitar I know, I know i know it's not really your jam but like come on you can do one christmas come on that's I we mean... need it uh well welcome back to another episode listeners thank you for joining us for this holiday season uh today we're bringing you another another merry christmas episode it's a wonderful knife this is a new Shutter exclusive horror movie, mm-hmm. horror comedy, or comedy. It's, it's really not a horror movie. <laughs> Holiday horror, Holiday comedy. horror. But before we get into that, um, so basically the the basic conceit of this movie, it, similar to it's sort of a horror play on the like reality warp family friendly movies. So like Freaky was just Freaky Friday, but with with a serial killer. Yeah, with involved, a, with right? a, yeah. Um, you have like um. I don't think it's a play on any one thing in particular. Well, it's a, the, you have a Happy Death Day, right? It's like yeah. a, it's it's a horror comedy, but with the supernatural element of the the time loop, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's another that's one. a Groundhog's Day style. Groundhog's Day, right? So it's well, like Groundhog's I... Day plus Killer. Yes, uh, this one is It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> but plus with with killer. a killer. So you know, I, and no George Bailey, no George Bailey, no uh, Clarence either. That's really. not true. Well. We'll we'll get around to it, but the, the 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 concept of this movie got me thinking. Like, what other ones are are we due for, right? Oh, okay. Because I know what's the one with Sabrina that just came out on Amazon. Killer. Yeah, that what totally killer. Totally killer. That one is like a time travel one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That one's like what Back to the Future, essentially, or mm. something. It, you know, t- we're traveling back in time. But also, um, Final Girls was kind of like that too. True. Um, but you know, what other family-friendly like comedies or or you know, they can be normal ones or the kind of reality oh. bendy ones. Are there any that are, you know, I can only think of one, and it's like pretty ob- obscure, I think, because it's something that's not really um, referenced all that much. But there's a <laughs> I don't know what year it came out, but there's an old Steve Martin comedy called All of Me, where he plays a lawyer whose body gets half-possessed by a dying, like, millionaire woman. She, like, is on her deathbed, and she, like, dies, but before her spirit passes on, it kind of gets shunted into Steve Martin. So Steve Martin controls the left half of his body and this woman's spirit controls the right half and he's just kind of like like flipping and flopping throughout the octo dad yeah (laughs) it's like watching him quap you know oh that's awful so that one's already kind of like a horror show if you just frame it in a different light so i was thinking you know if you throw in like a killer somewhere and then have like these two people who are like quapping through the whole movie (laughs) trying to not get killed by this guy 
I think that one is kind of, you know, free free reign to do whatever you want. And I think it could be good. It could be. It's I think, a pretty I think there's something too. there. You throw it in the uh, the stone roller and wait till it comes out shiny and flat. <laughs> well, I was also thinking, so that's what, that's what actually got me on that Rankin-Bass train, too. Because I was like, well, what other Christmas classics could yeah. we do the horror twist to? Because right, we did The Grinch. Now we got It's a Wonderful Life. So, you know, for me... Aside from Jingle All the Way, I I think <laughs> I think it's got to be um, the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen one, where like the guy oh, he's like mutating. He, he he accidentally knocks a guy off a roof. It's Santa, and then the guy who becomes Santa is a serial killer, and then all year long he's transforming into oh, Santa so Claus. a bad Santa. Yeah. Movie. Okay. Yeah. So evil yeah, yeah. Santa. You know, I, that's what I was thinking. Um, my, uh, I think that's a pretty common. You know, the an initial thought is like, oh, Evil Santa, right? Evil easy, Santa, yeah. Easy. But we've seen it plenty of times. So then I thought, like, what about, like... Because we've... Recently, we got uh, the David Harbour... Um, yes. What was that movie called? Violent Night. Violent Night, right? So then I was like, oh, like, good Santa that kicks ass. And in, in Violent Night, I mean, I, this could even be Violent Night 2 or whatever. Um, <clears throat> you could have, like... Because in Violent Night, he's like a Viking. You find out, like he was like an like a like crazy like Viking warlord <laughs> that got like cursed to like be merry and not be a warlord, uh, and so he's just like because at the end of the movie, he like, takes off spoilers. He like takes off his like set, and he's got all these like uh, Nordic runes and stuff tattooed on him, and he just fucking goes to town. <laughs> I have to rewatch this movie. It's, it was really funny. So I was like, oh. You know, and now that I'm thinking about it in the moment, I'm doing like we're doing it live. You could do the prequel to Violent Night and just do like I want to see mix the Rankin Bass Santa Claus is coming to town, you know, with the Burgermeister mm-hmm. that mixed with the Northmen. You know, just give me <laughs> give me Santa on this grisly quest, you know, to the fucking pole. <laughs> like he's he's punching polar bears. The, I would the like, Burgermeister gets fucked up. You know? I would like to see Santa deal with a cryptid <laughs> from another country. <laughs> like a, the, another Santa? You want like Santa v. Belschnickel? No, or just any I other? want like Santa v. The Grudge Girl. <laughs> Juwan. Juwan, you want Santa? I want fight. Santa v. Santa. Juwan. Like Santa <laughs> comes down the fucking chimney and she just comes down the stairs like... <laughs> That's no. That's how you do it. It's it's like the Juan versus uh, Sadako movie. You because Santa's an immortal being who could go anywhere he wants. You put on the ring tape the second he comes down the chimney, and he's got and then he watches it accidentally, and he's got Sadako like climbing out of every TV that in the house that he goes to. And <laughs> like then, he comes in the chimney. He's like, quick, gotta put the gotta put the presents under the tree. And Sadako's like crawling out of the TV. And he's like, back up the chimney. That's like Santa. It follows. <laughs> So uh, maybe that maybe the way we do it is we don't go what Christmas movie can become horror we Christmasify a horror, horror movie yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah. You, yeah. you reverse engineer it that way and then you're and then you can cook with basically anything the pantry <laughs> is like wide open now if you just if you just take horror movie put Santa in it <laughs> now now we're talking <laughs> but but yeah so that's what got me on the whole Reagan Bass thing I was like you know what you know, th- there has to be something we could do here and for me. The Santa Claus is coming to town. The the Burger Mice run. That's my like. Besides Jingle All the Way, that one is like my quintessential. I watched that movie 
a million times every Christmas season. The whole when he's hanging with that Ice King motherfucker and they're doing the Winter Warlock in front of the uh, that was my jam. I love that fucking movie. but uh, so yeah, if you do do that, do a Northman cross with that one, uh, the a big like Beowulfian Santa <laughs> epic. You know, I could get down on that. <laughs> what I like about the Winter Warlock is that he transforms into like a normal like a normal wintery, dude, wintery <laughs> wizard guy, and then all of a sudden he's like less powerful. He's like, I shaved my ice beard. I don't know. I I'm not as strong. I'm he, sorry. He learns how to walk properly through the woods, and suddenly he's like not a god anymore. <laughs> That's that was my like train of thought going into this. I was like, first before we get into this movie, I got to figure out, you know. So I think I think next week, now that I've come, now that you've led me to the put Santa in blank, you know, that I think I'm gonna have some stuff for next for next week. Good, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll mull that over a little bit and we'll come back with a solid pitch. <laughs> but yeah, so let's get Spec into script. the movie. So this is an Amazon original, I believe, or, or was it just? Oh no, Shutter. Shutter, not Amazon. Amazon. I was thinking of it still uh, that other time travel one. Shutter original. Sorry, yeah, Shutter original. Uh, it was directed by Tyler McIntyre, written by Michael Kennedy, who is the writer of Freaky. So he's got kind of a thing. That explains some things. He, he's got kind of a thing, and he's actually got another movie, a Back to the Future movie, coming out. Oh, where a girl goes back in time to stop somebody in her family from dying interesting yeah so we're so he's got a motif through mm-hmm. his work so far um but he better watch out because i'm coming hot for the holidays yeah in, in a couple of years you're gonna see all my santa watch the throne movie. king <laughs> <laughs> um so it's uh tyler mcintyre's director uh michael kennedy is the writer it is starring Jane Whittup, Mike uh, Joel McHale, Justin Long, and Catherine Isabel, among others. But those are like the the top brass. Justin cast. Long's veneers. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Long. You know, uh, and all of them have all our main people have some horror credit to them to a degree. I mean, Catherine Isabel. She's she's Aunt Ginger Snaps, right? That was yeah. Like the first yeah. thing I was like, that's the werewolf girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's another series I've got to give like a. I gotta put some brain space aside in 2024 for some ginger snaps. I gotta see the third one, which is a back in time. Oh, one. great! We we love that. Fits right in uh, with the, this writer's work. <laughs> <laughs> what if a werewolf what if went we had... back to the 80s? No. What if we had werewolves? But it's like it's like olden times. It's like log <laughs> oh, cabin. Oh, yeah, you go even far. Yeah, man. it's way back. Um, Justin Long, obviously. I mean, he's like. He's all over he, the place been, now. Well, he's been in horror, you know, for as far back. We can go way far back. Um, but recently, I mean, he was in our Barbarian episode. He was in something else recently that I can't put my finger on. But, I mean, you know him from Tusk. You know him from Jeepers Creepers. Everyone knows Justin Long. He's great. Uh, Joel McHale, I don't think, has any... He's just from Community, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's on all sorts of shit. Are you kidding me? But I don't know if he's in any other big horror movies that I can think of. Uh, I no, can't think of any none that I could big see. horror movies for him. Um, and this is still... Uh, we're still early in the career for our main character, uh, Jane Whittup. She is from... So you haven't seen Yellow Jacket, so I won't spoil it for you. But for anybody who has seen it that's listening, um, Jane Whittup plays uh, the, the airplane girl... Uh, in in Yellow Jacket, she's the blonde. Um, but she's um she was really good in Yellow Jackets. Uh, I think you know she was 
she was okay in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, I you know I think there's a reason for that. Um, anyway, uh, I don't think there's any details box office wise because again this was released. I don't know. Apparently, it did, oh, because it did open briefly, right? It had like a small release. So it came out like the same week Thanksgiving came out, and they had right. like a really good like <clears throat> kind of uh symbiotic relationship yes. in the theaters because we were like oh fuck we get two new holiday <laughs> slashers before christmas let's go wild um well it's apparently made a worldwide so far it's made eight eight hundred twenty six thousand dollars i mean that's you know i don't know what the budget was <laughs> that's not bad um but you know it's it's a quick i'll tell movie. you what it's no thanksgiving no it is not as good as thanksgiving say that right now um, it's a quick movie, 87 minutes, so you're not really burning a lot of time. I guess we can get right into it. Uh, how did you feel about this holiday adventure? <laughs> uh, so I think I, I'm, I wish I had seen it before Thanksgiving. Yes. Cause sure. I feel like Thanksgiving was so good and so like on the nose for like what I'm looking for that this it, I feel like it misses the mark by comparison, which is tough. Um, also talking about different holidays. Too, it, so totally you... <laughs> totally different holidays. And uh, I, I just think there's a lot of stuff that I did see in Thanksgiving that I wanted to see in It's a Wonderful Life. We're losing out on a lot of practical effects in Ooh, yeah. Wonderful Life. There's a lot of really bad like digital blood and like digital gore. Um and I I think our main like our two main like teenager like characters or like you know post like early college their two main chicks that are in the movie uh, I think are not as fun to watch as those other characters <laughs> yeah that's from Thanksgiving sure. um but it was it was okay it was it was I think it was just just okay enough. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was mid. I'd say it was a little bit better off than mid. I'd say it's maybe like a six or seven. But I, I, I there were, it, it left me wanting more mm. of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you hit it all pretty well there. I think for me, I would actually rate it lower. I, I think it's, it's, it, it crosses over into bad territory, mm. but but I, because it's a holiday movie, I think that shouldn't stop you from putting this on. Like, if you're, like, decorating your Christmas trees or, like, some, you're just like, why, you, hey, let's watch a bunch of Christmas movies. You go put this one on, and I think you'd be perfectly yeah. happy with it, you know? Yeah. I, I think the, my problem with the movie is it feels, all, all of it, like, all aspects feel very, I don't know if it's, like, half-baked or it's, it feels like you've got... One of those, it's like, it's like one of those like cheesecakes that have like 18 different flavors with one one slice of each, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where like you never quite feel like you're getting what's being sold. Like you you get sold like a little bit of something and you're like, I could use a little more of that. And then you're like, no, you ate the one slice. Yeah. There's no more. You got to go to chocolate raspberry now. How an educated person would say it's, it's not cohesive. Yeah. Well, I decided to go the cheesecake route. I like the cheesecake route. I use the cheesecake defense, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I use the Kirkland variety cheesecake defense. 
but no i think you're you're exactly right i think it it it's pushing in all directions at once and i don't think it ever lands it, it felt where like the, it wants to it felt like the writing needed to cook a while more uh but the it's just you know it's never quite scary enough it's never quite funny enough it's never quite wholesome enough yeah you, you miss out on, on like every it's trying to do too many things at once i think it could have been a lot the story could have been tighter it could definitely be tighter this movie this movie is like there's seams popping out everywhere there's this a lot of stuff going on weird I'll, choices i'll tell you what though after like you know being that it is kind of like in concept and plot device based on uh it's a wonderful life I've seen It's a Wonderful Life more times than I can count because it was like a holiday tradition for my dad to mm-hmm. like come home on Christmas Eve while we're all decorating the tree together and he puts on A Wonderful Life and falls asleep on the couch. Sure. So I've seen this movie a billion fucking times. <laughs> it is it is like you thought sitting through Skin Marink was tough for you. <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life is the most torturously long fucking depressing movie. It's like two hours of just like shitty life, shitty life, shitty life. Oh, you're gone. Everyone else's life is shitty. Oh, you're back. And it, it just it just drags out forever. So I was surprised to see how snappy pacing wise this was. Yeah. But I don't think it fixes the like the movie. <laughs> no, it, it just because it made it faster, just because it was a shorter movie than It's a Wonderful Life, I don't think wins it anything, really. No. Because, like, at least It's a Wonderful Life, the story gels, and it makes sense, and it, like, mm-hmm. it's only trying to say one thing, you know? Yeah. I think this movie, like, is trying to say, like, lots of stuff, and a lot of time it does, you're like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, none of it really ever makes any sense, and it... There, it just doesn't feel like there's any, there's not, there's no growth. Nothing happens in the movie. Like, the the main character is like, um, my life is shitty. Um, I wish <laughs> it's not even that. I'll get into it later. But basically, she, you know, I don't think she really goes anywhere in the story. Uh, and there's a lot of just weird nonsense that just gets written off as like Christmas magic. It's Christmas, yeah. But not even, but even then. It's not. They're not. They're not even using Christmas magic, right? As as for they're not like they could have. There's a way oh, to tell no. your audience, like, hey, it's it's Christmas magic. I, and we'll all be like, we've seen enough <laughs> that we're all like, okay, we get it. This movie doesn't even do that. It tries to make up its own weird thing that it's like, where are you getting this? From? I dialed into the specific like <laughs> wish based lore that they're using to explain away the nonsense yeah. in this movie, and uh, we'll we'll get to it a little yeah. later on. But uh, man, it's it's rough. Yeah, again, I think it's a I think it's a pretty bad movie, but that's not saying I didn't like have a good time watching it. You know, yeah, it was fun while it lasted. It's and it, again, if you're just trying to pile on, you're looking for movies to add to your sixty movie long Christmas marathon list. You know, where you're gonna have like you're gonna be like Disney. What is it? Freeform, where they just roll Christmas twenty four seven. You know, if you're trying to like compete with them, you can throw this guy on there. Yeah. It's it's just like it you know it's just turn turn off your brain watch it it's stupid and silly. I will say though, it gets bonus points for cool slasher design. True, I, I think they actually did a impeccably and shockingly good job designing and implementing this slasher. Uh, and 
the few, while there are very few kills, I think a lot of them, while there is CGI blood, and we all know I hate that, we all, as a pod, we hate it. Um, all my homies the, hate yeah. CGI <laughs> blood. While there is, like, a decent amount of that, the kill scenes are still pretty awesome. Like, yeah. there's there's a kill that, like, is set to, like, the backdrop of, of uh, the Carol of the Bells with, like, yeah. strobe lights going crazy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This does not belong in this movie from what I've seen so far because this scene fucking slaps. It's It was so cool that I just, the rest of the movie, I was like, can we go back to that, please? Yeah. This would be really cool if we just got more of these. I felt like there was like three different directors, right? I felt like there was one Because we get the found director. footage kill later. True. <laughs> We we get we get one horror director in there. We get one soap opera director, and then we get one Hallmark movie director. Yeah, it's really and it's weird. very evident across because they try to go from like pretty like you know kooky like, but they don't get to stay in their lane. That's humor. the thing. If no, it, if it was just the horror director gets to do the horror stuff, and then by, you know no, it's like they're like all right, we got to do this scene. Horror guy's not here today. Hallmark, you're up. What yeah. you got? Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 weird but i i think we should we should get into it we yeah should, we should re- it's a, it's not gonna, <laughs> we, just put it on your your horror movie list it'll be fun you'll, you'll have a good time it's just not very great <laughs> but that being said if you want to check it out without any spoilers already you know leave now that, be leave now go away <laughs> and then come back be merry it make has, some hot cocoa you have to listen to <laughs> to, to the whole episode because we need it for rating yeah, so our, our main characters, just to, like, get it off the bat again. So we have main character Winnie Carruthers, played by Jane Widdup. We have her father, uh, David Carruthers, played by Joel McHale. Uh, and then there are I aunt, the uh, Aunt Catherine, played by Ginger Snaps, um, Catherine Isabel. Her name is Gail Prescott. <laughs> that- I didn't realize that during the movie, but I mean, if that's not like a very clear um, screen reference, yeah. you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Um, and then we have Justin Long plays Henry Waters, the the villain, the the shitty town villain of the movie. Um, we have Jess McLeod who plays Bernie, the weird girl, and uh, I forget what her brother's name, Jimmy. Yes. Yeah, Aiden Howard plays Jimmy, uh, Winnie's brother. And that's pretty much all the relevant characters. Uh, so, yeah, the movie opens up uh, where, right, where it's basically an infomercial for, like, the uh, uh, Henry Waters, you know, Justin Long's character. Henry Waters is, like, this big uh, business owner in town. He's trying to, like, buy up all the properties. He He's wants like to a... create, like, Ice Town. Like, yeah. from... <laughs> <laughs> he does want to make Ice Town. He wants to make Ice Town. He, he's like he's one of those guys he just wants to buy up all the properties and make own this entire town yeah he just wants to turn it into monopoly the game where yeah. he owns all he, the buildings he wants to be the is does the guy does the monopoly guy own is he like bad i think <laughs> does, I, or yes is, or is, is he, he on our side or he, whose side is he on? he is bad but we're also supposed, we're also to, be supposed to be bad yeah yeah okay so <laughs> is he is, is he, he bad, bad? <laughs> um but yeah, so Henry Waters, uh, big real estate big developer. Real estate guy. Oh, and he's also Justin Long is doing 
like a crazy performance. It's sort of like it was shocking, sort of like when Nicolas Cage in the color of space decided to just do Trump for the whole movie. Oh yeah. Remember that decision yeah. he made? This feels similar. It just feels like <laughs> Justin Long was like, I'm going to do, uh, Je- uh, what was it? Uh, the Warren War- Jeffs. Yeah. Warren. <laughs> I'm going to do Warren Jeffs this time. That's what it felt like. I watching him in this movie felt like that's what a conversation with this guy was like. Yeah. He has these like insane prosthetic <laughs> teeth in to make it look like he has really bad veneers. Yeah. And like his upper lip is giving the performance of a lifetime struggling <laughs> to keep those bad boys hidden under there man oh man it's wild uh, it's i i think you know the movie might even just be worth checking out just for just for that performance even if you only watch like the first two minutes he is very funny he's like a very swiftly spoken kind of breathy guy mm-hmm. who is used to getting what he wants and he's like you know the hot shot developer but yeah so that's like that's henry waters that's justin long in the movie um he's got like a trophy wife too that has like one line i think one later brain in the cell well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but he so the movie opens up and they just run into each other right because we we get our family introduced we get you know winnie and david and jimmy and whatever the mom's name is she's also not really a character until later in the movie where she gets like a couple funny moments and they're all like out on the town. It's Christmas Eve. Yes. And they um, are all like Christmas people, except Winnie's like kind of aloof, but kind of not. She's like, I feel like the one of the problems with the movie is like the main character feels really unevenly written. You're not really sure is she like a, a like a shy awkward type no because there's not gonna be another one that shows up that takes that role yeah she's not, then sometimes she's like sassy and some like there's this like scene where she's about to like she hangs out her friend she's like oh i can't say i can't say fuck you know like she, she's like <laughs> i thought we were going that route with this movie first i was like oh is it like only naughty kids get killed and he won't kill her because she won't say fuck you know i thought maybe <laughs> that at first was where we were gonna like end up somehow naughty nice list situation yeah which was it's, it's another good you could do that in a you evil stick Santa it in your movie. pocket. Um, but yeah, so she just feels like they they didn't really the writers couldn't he like he couldn't settle on like what kind of character his main character was gonna be. That's that's a reasonable observation. Which is why I feel like she doesn't really change because like she's barely developed at all to begin with. So at the end of the movie, you're like, wait, where did we go? <laughs> all that we know is that she is trying to get into college. Uh, for, for photography. photography she's trying to go to new york yeah she's trying to get out of town she, yeah she wants to small get away town. from small where, town yeah where so the name of the city that they live in is angel angels falls. angel falls which correct me if i'm wrong isn't that where the power rangers live that's angel cove cove, cove. Gro- cove? grove i don't know angel grove close Sounds right uh yeah so no, not where the Power Rangers live, but almost <laughs> we get we get much worse civilians in this movie. Yeah, it's just like a it's a very like kind of out of the way, uh, you know, homey little town. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of crazy big you know modernizations, and no. this guy Henry is developing all of this place into like a little resort town. Yeah, which. I think Which is the idea good. is that they don't get enough traffic <laughs> right. to like make it a resort town. So right. like it's not gonna bring it's not fucked. how it works, dude. Yeah. Otherwise small towns would be turning into these things all the time. Yeah. Um but yeah, we find that out because 
the family gets broken up uh, by Henry Waters. He they meet they meet him on the street, um, him, his wife, and his brother. And then the main characters are like, no, dad, you can't because uh, he wants the dad, David, to like come with him to help convince this guy, this old guy who's like, the he's got the last house that needs to be demolished and yeah. he like, won't sell it, right? So like David gets taken away like to go work and his kids are like, he always, this always happens on Christmas Eve. Dad's never here with us. I'm like, all right, so we're really into Christmas? Like, mm-hmm. but then we drop that, like, whole plot thread immediately. Like, oh, dad's never home for Christmas. <laughs> not relevant at all. Um, and so Winnie gets home, then immediately goes out again with her, like, uh, best, friend. best friend, who is the granddaughter of the old guy that won't sell his house to, to Henry Waters. She shows up, her and Winnie go to this party that's out in, like, it's in, like, some sort of, like, is it the school or is it a lodge or something? It's a weird location that they're in. She's like a cabin. I think somewhere. it's I think it's her boyfriend's house. Is it? Yeah, because that that's the house they go back to later on. Oh, I didn't know that later. was the same. Yeah, place. I'm pretty sure it's the same place. Huh. Well, anyway, they go somewhere, um, and the people are like <laughs> the, the whole all the light. There's all these crazy lights and stuff, and it's like powered by like a bunch of like car batteries. Somebody like jury rigged together for some reason. <laughs> There's just like open exposed electrical stuff, like yeah, and that's relevant in like two seconds because big OSHA violations. Yeah, because so uh, Winnie and her friend go inside. They meet up with some of our other characters that are largely irrelevant to the movie. Um, <laughs> Winnie's got a boyfriend whose name I can't remember. Uh, D- Winnie's boyfriend is pretty much as about yeah. about as in-depth as we get with him. So Winnie's boyfriend's there. Um, <clears throat> her friend is there. Her friend's boyfriend. And then there's, like, a uh, sassy, bitchy girl that needs to be in every friend group, right? Everyone got had the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they talk for a little bit. They A bunch of them are making fun of this girl that they call... The whole town calls weirdo. Like, not just, like... They go, you're a weirdo. Like, ev- literally everybody in town, even the aunt, <laughs> calls her just weirdo. Like, that's her given name. I, I've never seen a town more, like, dedicated to raising a school shooter. <laughs> I was gonna say just mean. I was like, the last time I saw a town this mean to somebody, uh, it, was a, it was a Halloween movie. <laughs> Poor Corey. Um, but yeah, so we meet her, and her name, actual, the weird girl, her actual name is Bernie. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know which I'd prefer, honestly. <laughs> um, but so we like, there's a little like, like silent wave moment where like the two where uh, Bernie and Winnie like see each other from across the way, and they're like, she like Ber- or Winnie like waves to her, and then her friends like, ew, this is where we get where we learn all that. Ew, why are you wave? Don't talk to her. She's gross. She's a weirdo. This is what confused me <laughs> because like they treat in in this beginning part uh they treat her as if she doesn't know that this girl is like the town punching bag yeah like is she new to town no not even like she's not new to town yeah (laughs) but they treat her like she's like new to town but then later on the whole thing is like oh i wish to be dead and now nobody knows who i am i'm like bitch nobody knew who you were to start yeah if you if you're so like out of the loop in your own like that you yeah. don't know literally everybody in the town refers to this one girl as weirdo what are we, you what are we doing anyway um but so so the the group splits up and this is when we get our first you know like the 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 
killer's design is he's a, he's a ghost face, right? Just without the mask. He he is a Christmas ghost face. Yeah. He's yeah. got a, like a flat mask where you can kind of see like It's like a mannequin head mask. Yeah. You know, where there's the vague It's featureless. Yeah. Um but then he has this cool like kind of billowingy like all white all white cloak rope. with hood because he's the, what they call in the movie, he's the angel. He's the Christmas angel that goes on top of the yeah. tree, which I think is a really cool idea for a killer. And they did a cool, cool job like with the costume design, so it all worked out. He doesn't have wings, but I think that would have been a little much. Well, he's right? got wings on his special knife. He has a special knife where the hilt is like two wings. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll, I'll give it to him. It's like the uh, like the knife from malignant you know yes uh, it's like you fast it's not like that it's not as cool as that but it's definitely not as cool but it is similar (laughs) uh i think i think he's really really cool looking design it actually is you know this is i i did read this you know the um the director has to be really into screen because not only did he name the aunt gail prescott but apparently the the design for this was inspired by the original ghostface costume because the original ghostface costume was white too oh they were like in all of the like original concept art and like you know concept photography stuff ghostface was in like a long white cloak but then they i forget when the decision was made or why exactly but they were like well i think it pops more and is scary if he's black with the white mask so makes sense but i'll tell you what the all white it does look pretty fucking cool especially on when it gets covered in blood it yeah. really stands it yeah. like stands out it's pretty awesome it, you know it I wish it was attached to a better movie, but it, it helps make this movie, you know, like enjoyable yeah. <laughs> to a degree because he he's really cool. He uh, we see right before this party scene, we see uh, the old man who is like refusing to give up his like property. Uh, he gets his night his neck slit. Yeah, uh, by the angel in a very bad digital next. Yeah, well, the, he like the doorbell rings. The old guy goes to the door, opens it. There's a snowman on his doorstep, and then there's like a crazy CGI like snow explosion as the um <laughs> the the angel like dives out and lands on him and then slits his throat with. Yeah, it it's it's still kind of it's a funny kill though. The the u- utilization of the snowman, you mm-hmm. know, helps. So all the kills are, like, fun or creative or both, I think. (laughs) Except maybe the movie theater one later. It's like, whatever. I think that was There's interesting camera work going on. Yeah. But, yeah, so everyone starts getting killed. And this is where I I forgot the first time I watched this. Because I watched it twice just to, like, make sure I got it all. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I, like, forgot what the plot of the movie was going to be. You know, um, and so I was like, wow, all this stuff is like happening so fast. Why is it no, why are they like, I was like, slow your roll movie. We got, we got 80 more minutes to go. What are we doing? And then yeah. I was like, oh no, cause we're going to, we're going to go undo it all. And then it's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> the killer shows up at this party and he's like trying to slice and dice a couple kids up. And then he ends up going toe to toe with our main character. Mm-hmm. Ooh. There's a cool candy cane death thrown in there. There is where a guy gets a candy cane shoved through the bag of his head out through his mouth. That one was cool. That one's CGI, cool. but it's still it was a fun idea. It looks way better than the neck thing. Yeah, but uh, so he ends up getting two um, like jumper cables attached to him, and it electrocutes. Yeah, Winnie. Winnie kills him um, just as he's about to kill her brother. Yeah, who uh, like everybody just loves better than her. 
right? That's like basically yeah. what we learn in this movie. That's pretty much his whole character is that like everybody likes his brother better because he like works with the dad and like he's around town and stuff. Yeah. It and so the <laughs> that happens, but uh, her friend does get killed. Um, her best friend gets th- killed, and, and she sees it happen. Like the girl like runs up and is like, "Let me in! Let me in!" Through like this window, and like you just see her get like stabbed the fuck up. So she's so that's that night happens. We cut to a year later, right? Yeah, yeah. She just survives this killing, and then we go boop. A whole oh, year. Oh, passes. sorry. Because we, if you haven't already figured it out, because we get the unmasking, right? She car batteries the angel. She unmasks him. Oh, it's Justin Long. What a shock! It's like a Scooby Doo mystery, right? <laughs> that's how basic the the like like a dog and like four high teenagers could figure out who this killer is. I mean, it is overland <laughs> development, so it is very Scooby Doo. It's very, very on that brand. Um, so yeah, they. It's like, oh, what a shock! It's, it's the, it was Henry Waters. Oh no! But then we cut to a year later, and now Winnie's family owns like the whole town, right? Because, and there's like some weird moments of like lore in this movie that just get glazed over or glossed over and we're like oh, that wasn't important it's well, like the, the idea is that the the henry waters and her father were business partners under this other guy yeah his in dad real estate and then his dad yeah, died his dad dies and leaves it to his son instead of the guy who was actually doing the real business which is joe McHale's character the dad dave yeah but and- there's a, there's like a scene when they're first talking to that old guy and he's like, David was a, more of a son to your father than you were. And Justin Long is like, you don't know my father. And I'm like, <laughs> is, you know, now that I watched it a second time, I was like, where was, where was any of this the rest of the movie? Like, <laughs> we just put all this like depth, like, oh, there's, there's, oh, there's history. What are we going to learn more about that when you just don't? They're like, no. nah, forget it. We, we, that was enough writing for them. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so now like Winnie's family owns the whole town, right? Yes. Um, and we're like a year it's a year later so we're getting ready for christmas again winnie is has been traumatized um she found out at some point that she didn't get into photography school and she's also traumatized and depressed because she saw her best friend get stabbed to death in front of her and then she also killed a man so there's a lot of stuff winnie's got going on in her head but everybody is just like why is winnie so quiet these days meanwhile (laughs) winnie looks like someone came and sucked the color out of her life she's like a gray husk of a human in this yeah she's got these she's got these like insanely like red bloodshot like uh, under eyelids this whole you're like oh man they did the like bella swan on you bro I'm surprised we didn't get the ha 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 where the fucking <laughs> with the camera just rotates around there. That fucking song. <laughs> you know, I can't even sing or carry a tune and you still know what it is because everyone fucking knows that song. <sighs> but yeah, so Winnie's not doing good and nobody is sensitive to this at all. Everyone's no. like, her brother's kind of like not being mean to her but she's like clearly needs like help and he's like whatever gotta go work with dad sorry uh and so everyone's just ignoring her uh they have they do like a gift exchange when they all get home and it's like the christmas eve tradition they all open up one gift and like their aunts are there there's the cool aunt who gets brought into the movie well there's well they're they're married yeah the you know so the um so ginger snaps uh in this movie is married to um her name is Karen, uh, the character's name, but she's played by 
uh, Cassandra Noud. She was from that, uh, like, I was telling you, she was from the, the sequel, Ascent, the spiritual sequel to Superhost. It was that Shutter original yeah, with yeah, um, yeah. the girl who, like, takes over the other girl's Instagram after the, like, she disappears. Influencer one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's called. Influencer, influencer yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so it's cool to see her pop up, you know? Um, and yeah, so they're they're exchanging gifts, and they the parents have gotten like the craziest outfit for their for their daughter that I've ever like. The way I described it is because we see her in it later in the movie. It she looks like she's she's like Regina George's mom, <laughs> you know, in that pink like felty like tracks or what it's workout like a two thousand four all hot pink juicy couture yeah, it's like the baby spice edition <laughs> yeah it, it looks like first of all no one would ever wear that period <laughs> period end of sentence um but it's just like the most obnoxious tracksuit and she's like really guys like why would you get me like workout clothes <laughs> and he was like oh i thought it looked good you know you you needed them is what her yeah. mom says yeah i'm like are we are we like fat shaming this like lethargic like skeleton of a girl <laughs> this girl who's clearly depressed and like not processing trauma and they're like you know what she needs a tracksuit yeah she needs some juicy and her, her aunts do make a comment on it um but like uh it's contrasted by immediately afterwards they give uh her brother his gift and it's which, a, a whole new truck. It's like the fucking GMC uh, Halo edition. It's like it's, got the lift kit. It's got like it's a the, fucking... It's the I have a favorite kid edition. Yeah, it's like a, it's got like a Gatling gun platform in the back of the truck. It's fucking huge. <laughs> the truck is like bigger than two men standing. Like Yes, it's pretty wild. So Winnie has just about had it. And so she storms off to... Uh, her boyfriend is having some sort of party. Yes. Again, I don't know if this is the same house, but if you say it was, this is at least the same house that they go to uh, in the well, later yeah. world later. Yeah. But anyway, so they go to this house, uh, and it's just like this rager. Like parents aren't home, kids are like partying, but like they make a very like pointed statement of saying like, "Oh, this is like a rager, but like a nice one." Yeah. You know, like, it's not, like, out of control. It's nice. We get, like, the, the like, drug couple of them. You know how, like, every movie has, like, a guy and a girl that are just, like, the drug people? Yeah. It, they're, like, the same characters from Talk to Me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, and they, um... When he gets there and the two drug people are, like, they're playing, like, gummy bear catch in their mouths. And then they're, like, <laughs> they're weed gummies. And I'm, like, <laughs> okay, we get the... All right. It, it's It's... But so later, it's dumb. funny because later in the movie, they're just full on meth heads. It was yeah, just yeah. like, a, I'll, I'll talk about it again, but it's really funny. I don't understand how. The lighting in this house is all pink and bright and warm. And then when they get there the next time, it's just like, there's no, there's no gummy bears and pink lights. It's just like gray meth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The theme. Uh, but, uh, so she gets there. This is where she sees Bernie again. Um, Bernie tries to kind of, like, prevent her from finding her boyfriend cheating on her. Yeah. So she asks yeah. Bernie, like, hey, where's my boyfriend? She's like, oh, oh they're outside. Uh, outside. And then someone's like, they're not outside. They're over here in the laundry room, and they're making out. And she's like, why would you lie to me about that? Like, <laughs> Which is which just felt like a weird conflict to have. Like, you did, like, I don't know, for her to be mad at Bernie about it. 
because yeah, the boyfriend's cheating on Winnie with uh, the 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 mean the mean girl friend, and yeah, it just like and then she gets mad at Bernie for not like Bernie trying to prevent her from finding out, and it's like this is like a weird reaction. This is where like Winnie starts to really be all over the place tonally. Yeah, she starts. I know she's she's having like her sad my my vampire boyfriend went to Italy phase. <laughs> um, but like she, even given that, like she acts. So it's like almost like she's uh, a manic depressant. Like she's all over the map in this movie. It's wild, and and the act, God, God bless the actress. She does the best with what she was given, right? Like yeah. they're like do. They were probably like do it this way. She was like okay, and I think she she is trying her hardest to do it. I don't think it's anything about her. I think it's writing. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, Winnie's like boom no one no one likes me you know and she goes out to the docks which is like apparently a close walk she like goes down to the seaport and there's like this crazy aurora borealis which apparently is really rare in their town even though it looks like they're on like the border of antarctica yeah it shouldn't (laughs) appear there they're not far they're not far north enough yeah to or wherever i don't know my i don't know my aurora lore you gotta be north. I don't know the Aurora Lorealis. <laughs> um, but she goes there and just... Uh, I, it's like, I, nobody even knows I exist. I might as well not. I wish... You know, I forget what her exact I wish morning. I was never born. Yeah, yeah but it's... then she gets, you know, the, the Aurora Borealis goes like... Pew! And, like, you know, she gets, like, sucked in uh, and transported to a world where she never was born. But what's, like, funny about it is, like... The whole movie, you know, like the It's a Wonderful Life is about like this guy who has had a relatively unfortunately unfortunate life. Mm-hmm. Um who's just like a good but he's a good person because part of his like the struggles is that he's he stops things that would help him because he has to help other people. Like you could have had a bunch of money, but like no, he gives it to a bunch you know, spreads it out so that everybody can have something. You know he's he's doing good deeds, and that's the whole point. Is like, oh, we have to go back so I can the angel who's there's no angel in this movie, which is I think a problem. Yeah, um, they try to cover for it later, but it, it's like it's I'm, a stretch. Mm-mm. So you know there's no angel, but like sh- her whole thing is that like she goes back, she finds out what the world. The, basically, the she doesn't need to learn anything about herself because the world is objectively worse. Not because like it's because she murdered somebody. So it's like. All right, you sh- don't feel bad for killing that guy because a bunch of more people are going to die. But that doesn't get her any character. It just no. makes her less sad. It, Basically, the only thing that happens is like she saves her brother from dying, and then he dies. And then it's just all, all we learn is that her, everybody really does like him better. Yeah, so <laughs> because like, the world in, won't. In, in the new world where she wasn't born, everything happens pretty much exactly the same, which made me confused because I was like, how. If she wasn't born, the genetic lottery of her brother coming out exactly the same as he was in the other world doesn't make any sense to me. But that aside, whatever. Uh, it it dumps her into a world where it's still a year from the murders, and the mayor is still alive. Yes, and the angel is still on the loose. So that and people, she learns that people have been getting killed like every few weeks. Right. So in the course of a year, he's racked up like 27 to 30 murders. Yeah, a lot. I'd watch that. Just show me that part. Yeah. Give me like the middle Give me a montage of I'm... him just like killing like 30 people. Yeah, can we just get like a 30 minute like bonus feature added to the movie where we just get to watch <laughs> Angel kill a bunch of people? Um, But 
nobody knows who she is. She does the just like the you know it's all a wonderful your standard life. stuff. She does the rounds. She goes to like her friends. Her you friends know me? don't no. know her. Do you know me? No. Yeah. Her family doesn't know her, and her family now lives in like a bleak, gray, abysmal world. To like, <laughs> every because the Justin Long's character Henry Waters, he's like got a thing about white and blue. So the whole town, which used to be all very full color Christmas, you know, was like warm and happy to look at now everything just looks like walmart <laughs> yeah everything looks like a soulless like imitation in that year henry waters is able to buy up the whole town and construct like an insane like trump tower where like a bunch of people's <laughs> houses used to be it's and i'm like all this in a year yeah, I mean, I guess when you, you got, got when you got money, you can get the. I mean, I don't think that's true though, because I'm sure there's plenty of people who are really rich people who are still waiting on their fucking apartment building to be say, finished. A, a year is <laughs> a year an is insane, crazy. an insane turnaround for that building. The, the McMansion, dude, that thing, stiff breeze will blow that bad boy over. Uh, but we find out that her mom is now an alcoholic because yeah, her alcoholic. brother died mm-hmm. because she wasn't there to save him. So yeah. the mom's an alcoholic who's got like side pieces coming over just like yeah. during the day to get fucked up while they while her husband is also yeah. still there and the aunt also just li- ginger snaps just lives with them she and just lives just, with them there she's just party to it all she's like i'm not going to try to help dave and my sister's a mess but i'll just go- i'm just going to observe her being a mess she's also sad because her cuz karen was killed by the yes. angel we find out so yes. like her wife was murdered so she's like well. all i've got in life now is to is wine and watching my sister be worse than i am <laughs> Um, and, but another weird thing, so most of this movie, like, the, the stuff with the mom, very goofy, right? All the characters are kind of, like, they're, everything's turned, the dial is turned to comedy for most of the dialogue in this movie, which is fine, except then, for some reason, nobody told Joel McHale that, and he is, like, his, his acting of a grieving father is way too intense for any part of this movie, like it's like it's like he did not get the notes on tone, which is understandable because but the way it's filmed is like it. That's what I was saying with the every three time directors. you see it, it's like an HBO drama. Yeah, it's like super intense, and even like next to the more dramatic parts of the movie, it, it just feels so disjointed. It's like <laughs> whoa. Whoa, we're we're really trying to pull at some heartstrings here, but like twenty minutes ago, you were giving me a fart joke. Yeah, we, five minutes ago I was getting a fart joke. Yeah, like, we we go from like drug humor and fart jokes, um, and like quirky, uh, teen girl, uh, dramas, anti- antics, yeah. you know, to like this, like it's like watching The Wire, like this this gray like slow zoom into Joel McHale like in borderline tears talking about how he misses Christmas with his son. And don't get us wrong. <laughs> and then, the, and then a second later, it's like wop wop slap wop bow. You know, yeah. the movie goes nuts again. <laughs> yeah, and don't don't get us wrong. We understand that the entire point of this other world she goes to, it's supposed to be depressing. It's supposed to but, be yeah, like, but like overbearing, worse without her. Every part of the movie, except for Joel McHale, every part of the world is the same tone. It's like a cartoonish dreariness. Yeah, but Joel McHale, he's like full. It's like full on. Like he's going for the Oscar on this one. I'm it's like, all right, calm down. The rest of the movie is not going to handle this. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, we, you know, she does, like you said, she does the rounds, the, the do you know me rounds, until eventually she runs into Bernie again. And Bernie is our, like, you know, 
for the friend the friend who believes the person yes. you know character she's like oh well i'm i'm weird and quirky so that means i can come to terms with this almost instantly so now we'll be you know yeah pals bernie is written really weird because like she is like the the town punching bag and then like this girl comes along who nobody knows she's never met her and she's just like look i know everything about this town and i know everything about you and so like we should we should be friends now and we should just like figure out this mystery and she's just like i'm so incredibly desperate for human interaction that's not abuse that i <laughs> In. Well, that that would be interesting if that's all, but but also the character goes through like oh maybe you know she waffles back and forth tonally and like characteristically you know so we because we get a scene later where she's like oh no I actually think Winnie is the killer and I'm like aren't we past this that's I will I I will push back only a little <laughs> bit because that scene is so funny she's like in Bernie's room it is and this it is, is where we find the out physical that comedy is good Bernie is a lot more like her than she thinks. Bernie is, like, an aspiring, like, clothing designer, and she's also trying to get into, like, uh, like fashion York, school in New York. Fashion school. So she's got all these, like, things on, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, I designed this, and I designed that, and I designed this, and the mannequins look hideous. <laughs> Those, like, even as, like, a high art, like, fashion design, they look awful. But all the things she's wearing looks fine. So yeah. I was like, all right, maybe she's just, like, these are some throwaways. But, like, she's in her room, and she's like, well, if you're someone that nobody knows, but you know all about the town, and you know all about these murders, so I think you're the you're murderer. You're the murderer. And she pulls a knife. Yeah, she does. She slowly grabs, like, her, no, it's like scissors. Uh, <laughs> and then, but it's, it's, the timing is very funny, because the second it starts to get really tense, and you're like, oh, she doesn't trust her anymore, she's like... How do I know you're not the killer? And then instantly, like a, a like the cool a, a, a plastic Santa comes busting through the window, and and it's not like a big window. It's kind of like a weird high up on the wall window, like which would be like the worst window to have to crawl through because like yeah, the Santa comes busting through, and then the, <laughs> the angel has to like Spider Man through through the window because it's so weird and skinny and high up. It's like we didn't have a better room for this particular thing, no. guys. They're no. like, no, the house is very small. But it, it is, it is, it's pretty well timed. It's very funny. No, it's good. You get a little um, cat and mouse. You get more of the angel being very ghost facey because he's doing a lot of pratfalls in this movie. Yes. Like, he's getting the full ghost face treatment. He's things are getting thrown at him. He's tripping over debris. He's pushed downstairs. Uh, yeah, and then so what happens? So after that. Now Winnie's fully on board. Is this when they go to the movie theater? Yeah, because yes. they can't go. They can't go back to Winnie's house or to either Winnie's yeah, house so or Bernie's. They're they're both like fuck. We got to get out of here. Yeah, that's where we find out Bernie works at the local movie theater, and she's like, she basically just lives in the uh, projection booth. <laughs> yeah, this is where all my family lives. <laughs> she's basically like that. She's like, I just I come here to get to get away and go to different worlds i'm such a deep character that you've definitely never seen before it's just so funny to me it's like how would this person in the how would you not know this person in your other life Even also the weird girl who lives in the movie theater and runs a projection booth would be the coolest kid in town like yeah. i don't care what town yeah. you're in like she everyone would fucking be down with her so they sleep in the movie theater which I would never in an, in a million years I could not. If you get knew a guy, enough. well, yeah, and also you know there's like a murderer after you. She's like he can't get in here, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure you're gonna prove that wrong later in the movie when he gets in. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, they, they, and there's also like a little, there's like, they learn more about each other. There's like a little flirty moment where you're like, they like hold hands. And I was like, is this, oh, are you getting it? And I'm like smiling. I'm like, are we getting lesbians? <laughs> but then you're also, no, they're probably, it's just a friendship thing. But then later in the movie, they're like, Matt, you got lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> you got your wish. It's a wholesome lesbian relationship. But, uh, <laughs> I just feel that that whole thing is weird too, which we can get to. So we'll get there. I think that's the least weird part about this because no. the, the, we get to the part where they're trying to explain how this Christmas magic works. And yeah, turns that's out, the next day they wake up and go to the library. Turns out it's not Christmas magic. No. It's it... some sort of town lore where if someone is murdered if a vengeful person is murdered on the night of the aurora borealis that their vengeful spirit can like somehow manipulate reality yeah and grant her this wish it's such a like weird decision you could have very easily we were talking about this you could just say christmas magic you could literally have like the most stereotypical scene of just one girl being like but how does it work and someone goes well it's christmas magic and then they go oh okay yeah no yeah you do that and oh but you don't need this like whole you just say oh i found a thing that says you know some nights on the Aurora Borealis is known to do weird things in this town Mm -hmm. like literally you don't you don't have to because the whole like if it is a very specific rule, it's like if you die, if somebody with a vengeful spirit dies brutally on the night of the very rare Aurora Borealis, then and only then will I guess they become Aurora God or whatever. I don't know, but she, she, the, the idea. <laughs> so that, they're like, like now we have a time frame because now they're like, oh no, the Aurora is going away, and they. This is when it, the rest of the movie is just these two girls jumping to the wildest conclusions, for with no basis, and everybody else just being mostly Aunt Ginger Snaps being like, whatever, I got wine. Yeah, the cool thing <laughs> she goes back to see the cool aunt. She's like, all right, we need somebody else on our team. Let's go talk to my aunt because it looked like there was a glimmer of hope there. Yeah, and so there was. She shows up and she like has this moment where she's like, hey, remember that time where your thong got frozen to the bench at that one Christmas party? That's how I know you're my aunt. And she's like, well, that thong <laughs> did get Ginger, frozen. And Aunt Ginger Snap goes, yup. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much. No she's more like, convincing. She's like, I knew that thong would bring people together eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's just such a, like, I get it. You got to get the crew together. And you're, but I think they, the fact that they didn't, they just didn't say Christmas magic and they made it so complicated. I'm still like, I was still reeling from that. Being like, what is it? What is this? Um, and they, so basically they also decide, well, I killed the angel in that reality. Then the then his vengeful spirit became the Aurora and sent me here. So I have to just kill him again. I have to kill the angel. Which again. is like, what would that? But well, specifically because at first she thinks obviously the angel is still Henry Waters. But where are we getting this logic? Why would that mean that? I, like, why would killing this guy, the guy that you killed, that made the evil Aurora God that is mad at you? Why would you killing him again while he watches? make him grant you another wish yeah i don't understand (laughs) like it didn't i was like okay this is where the writing was just like because we gotta it felt like the green knight (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like wait you come back yeah yeah (laughs) and so 
yeah, we, we recruit um, Aunt Ginger Snaps. And this is where we get that really dramatic scene where Winnie is like, I gotta, t- I gotta get my dad, because my dad's, <laughs> he'll help. So she tries to convince him by, like, this time saying, like, oh, well, I just knew Jimmy. Like, we were friends and stuff. Hey, remember when I invaded your home, like, yesterday and, like, called he, you dad and, like, was looking for my brother, your dead son? I, like, I don't, if I was him and she walked back into my house, I'd be, be like, hold on, let me call Yeah, because, police. again, he's being so dramatic. Like, she was like, where's Billy? He's like, is this a sick fucking joke? <laughs> Are you... My son's been dead for... It's, like, so fucking intense. And then we just get more of it where, like, he's like, I sometimes I just still... I can still see his face in the window during Christmas. And you're like, oh, I my God. I remember when he was playing the sports game oh. and he did so good. And she's like, yeah, yeah he threw he six gets, touchdowns. Like, it was a pretty good Christmas game. It was a good Christmas game. And then she's like, and that's why I'm here with this presentation because I need you <laughs> to help kill your best friend and boss Henry Waters because he killed your son. And then he, and then, so she's being a goofus. Yeah. Because at this point, Winnie, her character is like so all over. You never know how she's gonna react. She's like watching, like Woody Woodpecker, like go around. You know. Um, and again, Joel McHale's character like freaks out. And then Storm tells her, get out of this house. And it's really funny because she, like, runs two feet out the door and then just, like, slumps against the wall, you know? And he's like, he told you to get out. He can see you from his desk. You're still in the house. Yeah. (laughs) But then, so, uh, Bernie comforts her. They go downstairs and they're like, hey, aunt, like, we still need your help, right? And then they go outside, but then the aunt needs to, like, go back inside. And so they all go in again. And this is after Joel McHale is, you hear him, like, storm out. And, like, the mom, while she's, like, fucking the other guy, like, has, like, a pithy comment about her. My husband's not so tough. Don't let him yell at you like that. I'm like, what is this character? Uh, but then when we come back into the house, uh, and Ginger Snaps is like, <gasps> and you see a shot of the angel who is just, like, stabbed the absolute, like, shit out of the mom. Like, slit her throat and just, like, gutting her and then, like, toss her aside. And then we get, like, a little chase scene. We get a little, you know, scream-style cha- chase scene. With he- <laughs> with the worst conclusion, it's so fucking drawn well, yeah, out and, like, it's re- It awful. takes so long because um, uh, Winnie, uh, like, turns around, grabs a painting off the wall, like, cartoon-style, like, slams it over the angel's head, who falls down the stairs and is knocked unconscious. And then we get, like, a fucking, like, it feels like a 30-minute scene of the three of them, like, slowly stepping over him because he's in front of the front door and they need to get there. And it's, like, one foot... Too, and it's like it's so it's, drawn out. And you're like, why are we doing this? It's insane. Like it could have been like a, a thirty seconds top, and it's like three minutes of them like slowly creeping over the the passed out. And then they, one of them texts to see, and she's like, "Oh, he's still breathing." And I'm like, "Well, then you have a solution to this problem." Just stab him. I was like, Winnie, you already killed him once. You you already, you came And for here. all you know, it, this reality isn't even real. So kill whoever you want in this one. You're yeah. going home anyway. Yeah, so, fuck it. So why she didn't, like, just instantly just go like... <laughs> even, you know, even, even without unmasking him first. It's just like, this is the angel. It's killing people. It's trying to kill you. You know, you already did this once. Just done. Yeah. Like, it would be so simple. I don't know why that didn't happen. But then she decides to unmask him and... <gasps> it's her dad. And there, I'm like, 
I guess that's like twistier, but still there like there's only like two men in the movie. It's twistier, but it also makes me like really suspect later when she goes home to the world where like she was born. So you know your dad is like very like, unstable. Yeah, it's right? like cool. Like, wait, hold on. You need to take your dad to therapy because if he was in this short period of time <clears throat> able to be convinced, like, oh, I should become like a prolific mass serial killer. Yeah, it's wild. Just to expand the real estate empire that I've inherited. Yeah. So after that, they get away. They go. Um, somewhere but we also get oh I, I forget the we forgot to talk about the one part it's not that important they we go, go back we go to back the movie to, well they at some point winnie earlier on she goes back to the party house and that's what i was talking about where now that she's there like the two drug friends that were like oh happy gummy bears yummy now they're just straight up doing meth meth yeah uh, uh but the one the the one male uh drug friend is the one who gets the really, really cool death. He gets, like, chopped up with an axe to the beat of the Carol of the Bells, and it yeah. fucking needed to bring it up again because that scene's the best part of the movie, I think. Good kill scene, yeah. And it's not even, again, with a character that even matters, too. It's so funny. What I like is uh, they're outside in the backyard fighting. He's fighting with the angel who's, like, chopping him up with an axe, and you get the, like, really hardcore Carol of the Bells, and then there's one shot that's, like, a static shot in the kitchen, in the party, and it's like a different low volume Christmas song, yeah, different Christmas song, and through the window you, you can see, see them getting like chopped up. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty good. That's like a, a really well filmed part. The only this. other weird thing I got a flag at this party is that there's like a billion people tongue fucking in this party. There's it's so many people sex just and meth, dude. making out hardcore at a party and like I you know, we've all been there. Well it like, sounds bad now. This is it, what happens. It's just it's it's insane how many people are just like, let's just make out in front of this room of other people the whole town's depressed people fuck a lot when they're depressed it's and they crazy. go nuts too they don't have like normal calm sex either they're tongue fucking like, <laughs> um but yeah so then uh, yeah after after this annoying staircase scene they go to they go to barricade the um the movie, movie theater yeah. and make their like final stand there they even have they like lay a stupid trap where they take the mannequins with the wigs on and like like line them up in the like like the angel's gonna assume like oh they must have just went to see a movie uh, uh, yeah got him like <laughs> what kind of fucking trap is this but right is like the trap is about to be sprung they you know uh winnie's got like a, a baseball bat or something or a broom that she's gonna whack the guy with but then it's just her shitty ex-boyfriend and the and the the shit the uh, the shutter other shitty friend, but then like I guess she's supposed she realizes that they're like it's like their third at year anniversary and like without her there they got together sooner and like they're nice and happy and yeah and they're like, like better off together better anyway. off together so I guess you know when he's like ah oh, another reason for me not to exist this is not helping me yeah she's like <laughs> okay well that's great I'm glad you guys are um, happy. But then, like, the aunt, she's like, oh, darn, I thought I thought we had him. And then she storms out, and then she comes back in, and she's being she's bleeding all over because off-screen, the, the angel got her. And I'm like, no, you were the best part of the movie because she really is having a good time. The actress, the uh, Aunt Ginger Snaps, she, like, showed up almost like she drank that big bottle of wine she was wearing. <laughs> she was like, I'm just going to have one of my own before it. And then she's just hanging out. She's just there what having a fun time. What I really like is this next sequence. I think this next sequence was my favorite part of the movie because there she's like got her camera and she's 
in the movie theater. The lights are all, the power's been turned off. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to run away from the angel Mm -hmm. who is like slicing and dicing his way across her ex-boyfriend and And the uh, the the other girl. girl, And so like we get it in like almost Texas Chainsaw opening style where it's like camera flashes. Yeah. Yeah. It it is pretty cool. Really intense like yeah it's sort of like um the when what's her face in your next uh gets that basement kill by using the the flash from the camera although it just doesn't like the logic again doesn't really make any sense because they want to not be murdered by him they want to get him but they want to not be murdered by him. If like he's just a guy, he's as blind as you are in this in the dark. Theater. Yeah. So you like like to like light up where exactly you are doesn't seem like the best idea. But it doesn't matter because uh, the the power at the last like second, Bernie gets the power back on, and uh, Winnie is able to get away. And there's this weird moment where the let's all go to the movies like thing starts playing but it's yeah. the, the it's the intermission part so it's the let's all go to the lobby but then right after that plays bernie like yells and she's like you have to get to the lobby and i'm like this is like weird editing because it's like was that always your plan to lead him there or are you just like listening to the right are you just the taking commercial? the popcorn's advice <laughs> yes like the popcorn and the sodas i go to the lobby so she's like oh go to the lobby there's a singing candy bar it's like oh, divine inspiration <laughs> it just felt the editing was super weird uh it's but it was it was funny i mean you know, it's making me laugh now thinking about it um but yeah when he runs around like the staircase you know so you can't see her and she has then a just, snapped off broom handle from fighting him yeah and the angel like runs around the corner and like dives but then like dives into the the broom handle that move i thought that move was really cool it's and rad like, a really good like final girl move because she like runs up this like it's like a super tight right. turn in a stairwell and so you're she expecting lays like down yeah she lays down on the stairs and holds the broom out and he like just she's turns. expecting a cavalry charge dude. yeah like fucking, she's like it's like a fucking lanceman <laughs> <laughs> but he like turns the corner and he like right impales in. himself on it. Because he's expecting he's got to do the he's got to do the whole final girl chase. Like she's gonna run really far, so I gotta whip around this. But nope, <laughs> right into it. I actually would like to see that same move implemented in like a different movie. I thought it was a sick move. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, laying down on this. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they, they, they never expect you to stop. They expect you to be running still. So that's a good, really keep them on their toes. But then again, you know. Oh, and this is her dad. dad. But she like peels the mat. Peels. She like takes the mask off. <laughs> and he's like laying there. And he's got like this weird like photoshopped in like gl- glare in his eyes. It's not quite the vampire. It's not quite the, no, day, the vampire glow. It's like this white, kind of bluish white over his eyes that kind of like disappears as he like takes his dying breath. It, it's also just weird that, you know, we're, we're supposed to like, you know, Winnie's supposed to be this character who's she's so traumatized by the death of her friend and she's sad and misunderstood. She like gets really on board for just like murdering her father. Like, oh, no problem. Yeah. I know that she's aware that it's a different universe, but not enough that it mattered, like, earlier, you know, but, like, now it, she's fine with killing this Adam. It's, like, you think, like, she, because she's such, like, a traumatized, like, the thought of, like, I have to kill my father would have been more of, like, a <laughs> a moment, you know? Like, maybe she'd take a beat, but she was, like, there's this, like, goofy, like, zoom-in shot where she's, like, let's go kill my not-dad dad. Like, it was, like, a yeah. Disney Channel show zooming in on her, and it's, like, after this break... It felt, I was like, okay, like, no, not even gonna, 
it, <laughs> touch on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but it, then she goes out. She's like, cool. Well, I, you know what? I've killed the angel, so I should be able to get my wish. Her and Bernie run down to the marina again. The, the uh, Borealis is on low battery. It's yellow now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It literally. It is. It literally is on low battery. It's very funny. And, you know, she the, before she goes, this is where we have, like, a deep, another, quote, deep character moment. Because we find out, you know, Bernie is like, hey, I'm so glad oh we got to spend God. this time together. Like, you really, you know, you saw me. And this is where Bernie reveals that this was going to be her last Christmas. We get a casual trigger warning, uh, like, suicide threat. Where she's yeah. like, I was going to off myself after Christmas. Um but now you've shown me that I'm I matter, and, and you know. So now I'm just not I'm immediately off off of contemplation. Which, which is crazy. You ever have that where like you break up with someone, and they're like, "I'm gonna kill myself." No, like, no, I, no, I feared do that. that that's what it was gonna be like. Don't do once, that. But it, well, luckily, it wasn't. Yeah, it, but it's just so it, it it again tonally. This movie's crazy because you're just gonna drop that in. Like she, in theory. Now I know the structure of stories goes a different way. In theory, she's leaving right now. You're just gonna drop that on the whole audience, uh, right? As she's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> but you didn't kill yourself. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I and this is why I was saying like I think it needed to cook a little more. I think if we, it feels like the whole movie kind of feels like the first draft. You know, I I feel no like edits, a first way, draft. Yeah, I feel like there's a way to like take the script, do another pass over it, and like connect some dots in a better way. Yeah, and like maybe set things up a little better, and like waste less time in the yeah. beginning. I think there's I I think there's a much better movie in here somewhere. Yeah, um, using all the same ingredients, dressings and ingredients. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's just like such a I'm like oh. It's that's that's kind of serious. We, we just had like a really yeah. goofy, like forty minutes, you know. Um, and just when you think the movie's gonna end, no, nope. no, nope, now she wish the, doesn't the, work. The Borealis won't go bring her home, and she gets really mad. What what am I gonna do if I'm stuck in this white car? I murdered so many people. The cops are gonna look for me. Uh, no, but like, she, and then we hear uh, over the loudspeakers. There, there's like a big town event happening. There's a and tree it's lighting. So is that what it is? The tree yes. lighting. It's so bizarre because again, now we're, we're we bring we bring ourselves back to Henry Waters, right? Just Long's character, and he's doing all the whole town is assembled for this tree lighting, and everything's Walmart colors, and he like the whole town. You can see you see the shot of, and the whole town's like. 12 people just so you guys know uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's only they only had so much budget for extras and this is like the smallest town gathering i've ever seen yeah. it would have been more impressive if they could have gotten like you know give me like a football field's worth of people right yeah but there's like 15 that's a lot a of very day labor ca- homie it's a, i oh know but God. i'm just saying it's a very the movie can see it already cgi'd so much you can cgi most of the people <laughs> in the back but they didn't even try that. They were just like, all right, you 10 guys stand here. It's like, that's how small it looks. But anyway, so he's having this like naughty or nice, <laughs> this extremely unhinged naughty or nice ceremony where he's like, oh, this family, they were very nice this year. And they like come, have to come onto stage, give him a gift, which he then immediately throws in the trash. <laughs> And, like, they all have that They're same all hypnotized. weird hypnotized, like, blue eyeball thing. And I'm like, well, whoa, what are we doing now? What? Yeah, because either evil Aurora god 
<laughs> Justin Long is up there granting powers to his otherworldly self or like just enough if you i mean i guess this is true if you just own enough of a city then people <laughs> just do whatever you tell them to do i guess but they don't have the they don't have weird eye lights you know <laughs> yeah it, it, it it's just like they he has this like weird like magical thrall over all these people it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah there's like a line earlier in the movie where that grandpa guy was like Justin Long, you just, you just want everyone to be your drones, and it's really weird because then at the end here, Winnie is like, people shouldn't be your drones. It's supposed to be this callback, but I'm like, Winnie wasn't even there when that character said that. So like, yeah. why is she yeah. using this word? <laughs> she wasn't privy to that conversation yeah, at all. Yeah. So for her to use it like as a gotcha to him, like almost like she knows, oh, he hates when people call them that. You know, mm. like it's like what? Uh, okay, whatever. I know we're calling back, but that's not how you do it, and. It's just like it's just such a weird scene that doesn't make any sense because also like has power over these people except he has two bodyguards who just are on his payroll so they'll just do what he says. They're anyway. just thugs, but they're not hypnotized. No. They're just two 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 goons, two goons in the back, unaffected by the hypnosis. They, but also he doesn't like he could use could, right because Winnie and Bernie show up and they're like we're gonna stop you and they have like the knife and they're like they're like. He's the angel. He's evil. He's doing all this. And all the people are like, bam, zombie, bam, zombie, And like, he, instead of using the horde of people at his control to like, I don't know, tear the main characters limb from limb, you know, he's just like, they say something snarky to him. They have a little bit of a back and forth, the, the crew. And then when he just like punches the shit out of him. And then his bodyguards go to do something. So he has bodyguards that are willing to help that are not hypnotized. And a whole army of people. And he goes, he goes, no. He has a funny line where the guard tries to grab him. He's like, no, don't touch me. It's cashmere. It's fucking cashmere. <laughs> it's really funny. He's hamming it up big time and it's great. But like he, he's like, no, I'll take care of them. Don't insult me. And it's like, okay, well, then you don't even, like your classic villain foil, right? They, they do hook it. off on him. Bernie and Winnie hook off on him. <laughs> Like, they're fucking Scott Pilgrim characters. It's Dude, just like, right hook, right hook, uppercut, right hook, right hook. Yeah, it's like they're in the practice level of Street Fighter, right? They're like, the computer, no moves. You just stand there, and I'll beat the shit out they of you. They beat the shit out of him and knock him off stage. They, both, they like, dual uppercut him off <laughs> off the stage into the crowd, and then the crowd suddenly is not hypnotized anymore. I don't know why. Is it because he got beat up? Is it because no one... Is like reverse Santa powers. Like nobody believes in him anymore. He uh, got ashamed, so now people are like, "Oh, he's kind of a pussy." They, they've lost and, confidence and, in and him, and so he loses all his fairy dust. And they're like, "Oh, I'm susceptible now." And then they, the whole town, I guess, eats him. I don't know because they descend he, on him like a zombie movie. Yeah, and then you just don't. Whatever. We, we're not. We're not sticking around long enough to examine that anyway. It's really, really weird. The only thing we get is that like the the aurora borealis like kicks off and it's like ah you did the thing and, da, da, so, da. and again why why does killing this guy again send you back to where you came from this doesn't teach her anything what's crazy it, it if you pay attention it doesn't send her back it just grants her a wish so she could have been like i wish for a super soaker and she probably <laughs> would have got that too right Okay, so, so I guess that's it. It's not like it's like, ah, you've the, that's the whole thing. This movie like just doesn't there's it, it it takes the very basic concept of it's a wonderful life and then just doesn't do anything with the rest of it. No, there's a rich guy trying to buy up a town. Like you said, is the only 
through line between both movies is, is, is a shitty rich guy. It feels like you ripped the, the, the <laughs> like, skeleton out of It's a Wonderful Life and then had a bunch of uh, It's a Wonderful Knife ingredients on the floor. Yeah. And you kind of just, like, <laughs> dipped the skeleton in those ingredients. All and they were I'm like, saying, Ha-ha! It, all I'm saying, it just doesn't make any sense, like... It's it's not a fulfilling plot anymore. No, because there's no there's no reason she doesn't change because there's no changing because she's fluid the whole movie anyway. You never know how she's gonna act. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't learn anything because the that's the whole point of the original movie is you, he learns why he matters. But there, there's a there's a joke there or because the two Bernie and and Winnie like make a joke about like hey will you like. I think Bernie says, like, you're my, what's the name of the Wonderful Life guy? George Bailey. Yeah, she's like, you're my George Bailey. And then Winnie's like, oh, then you'll, you're, you must be my Clarence. And I'm like, we're like, oh, we're self-aware. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And then later, when they do the whole, Bernie does the reveal, she's like, you were my Clarence. And I'm like, okay, I get it. That's, like, a good idea. But that was not explored enough in this movie. No, no. It was not evident. It's like that could have been like a cool twist but it just unearned lack of, it like didn't come out with a bang or in anything. name it only was like, it, it was, was like they gave themselves their own nickname it was like oh yeah. no we're not doing that we're not so, here for that so it's like i get it they've already like basically said like well Winnie wasn't one that needed to change anyway and i'm like then we should have seen more of the other girl because my main character's getting nothing at all she has learned is that like oh i need to save my brother because it doesn't matter if I'm alive. It just I need to be alive long enough to save him. Otherwise, that's why he needs to be alive, not me. Because he's the reason everything's shitty. Like yeah. everything like started with the downfall of that family because that guy died. <laughs> the world was like exactly the same without her until he died. He's like so. What is she learns nothing? And it's, <laughs> it's the movie's mean to her, really. <laughs> so like it's like why uh and also yeah why just to go back to david what you're so devastated over the death of your son that when and it's not like he didn't know who the killer was because we find out that he's like because justin long says ah yes with my thrall powers i was able to can i killed his son and i convinced him to kill more for me to see the town grow and i'm like how how'd that conversation go <laughs> be like hey remember when your son died that was me also now you have to do that job for me it's like what? why though why and it's like just because the movie said is basically it it's like yeah. how does this again logical leaps all over the place nothing makes any sense our character learns nothing but she gets big hot smooch she gets yeah right as she's being like fairy dusted back to her own reality the two characters like make eye contact and then like lunge for each other and we get a big glowy smooch like what should have happened at the end of avatar legend of korra between her and asami we should have got that okay sure (laughs) okay i all right but it didn't we got it in this movie i didn't get to see it um i won't get my hopes up now (laughs) don't and (laughs) so now uh she she, wakes up but also you know what i'm I'm talking about with the you know me big big lesbian fan Big fan Documented many times on this podcast. Support them. Ally? Oh, yeah. Fan, ally, whatever they need from me. But, like... <laughs> Simp? <laughs> whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it all. A- and, except sleep with them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it just felt so... 
like again like unearned or like unexplored previously in the movie like i know they've been kind of like making gaga eyes at each other but it's also like just kindred could be chalked up to like kindred spirit kind of thing like they're meant to be friends not that i'm like they have to be friends i don't want you know it's not like I'd, i'm i'm down for it but it just felt like we probably should have had like more of this i don't know it, it just felt like oh yeah uh, you know we'll throw it in just for good measure yeah it's not like a movie that needed a, a, a love here's the thing when she wakes up the next i think it would morning, be more wholesome yeah. if the movie was just like hey i we're friends and you helped me not kill myself i think is now nah, we're throwing lust and stuff in there and it's starting it's gonna get all messy it could be love it is love they experience yeah. love matt i know but i'm uh, i'm saying listen i it's gonna i'm post this movie the relationship's gonna be rocky for a little bit <laughs> It'd be a very roller coaster ride for the both of them. So, well, also because Winnie, not and not saying there's not bisexual girls, bisexual people exist; they're real. But she also like had her boyfriend, and they she seemed pretty upset that she didn't get to be with her boyfriend at first anymore. Like she was upset that he was cheating on her initially, but it was kind of like a okay, pile it onto the shit that's going on in my life. Pile, yeah. like fuck you, great. Yeah, it just also like th- there's just no exploration not that we like need it i don't know it just felt all, i was like all right yeah throw that in there too the movie's already all over here's the, place. the thing they should have saved that smooch for the next morning because she yes. wakes up and then she's like she sees that her family's back to normal her brother's alive her parents are like hey we brought you that tracksuit but here's like a nice camera so you don't feel like a total piece of shit like yeah we... and they're like oh yeah obviously the next day after they've already like gone out of their way to make their daughter like feel like a complete worthless piece of garbage (laughs) then they're like oh you know what we realized we did that and we're i guess we're kind of sorry here's a camera still in my car here's a camera (laughs) so she she's just getting comfortable with like oh okay my life's back normal you say she woke up in that crazy tracksuit she is wearing the pink tracksuit again and she wakes up in that tracksuit and a fully made up like lipstick unseen on her throughout this movie like caked on fucking makeup her hair straightened it's it's like who did this to you while you were asleep face your mom do this face fucking beat with makeup yeah (laughs) like she's like she's about to go out but she's like waking up in bed with her parents like make a joke about how they they think they they assume she just drank a lot last night and they're like you get one night like that you're still underage but you can have a hangover today uh, so and i'm like trying so, to say that like she didn't wash her makeup off from the night before i was just i was just thinking like what did they like try to prank her by like oh we'll undress her and then we'll <laughs> put her and then we'll put her in this gaudy suit that we bought her and then we'll straighten her hair and do all her makeup for it and she's gonna wake up and not know what the fuck happened she's gonna feel like she got date raped isn't that gonna be funny on christmas like is that what their plan was <laughs> it, it, it's just so weird it would make sense based on how they treated her the night before they, they're just nah, waiting for her like, to hey, be like Christmas what happened pranks. to me but yeah so she wakes up uh she's all happy about christmas she's like my family my brother's not he's he's undead now and she's like, like oh fuck my new girlfriend's yeah, about to kill herself yeah, she's like sits down with her family like she's about to be like the ah, like i can see the like circle close in like coming yeah. in and then she's like my friend that was gonna kill herself it's like it's like a ferris bueller skit like, it is. we gotta get out of here <laughs> 
she like and it is because she's running down the street like oh this town's not as shitty anymore it's still kind of shitty but it's less than it was and like the people she runs into are not characters we've seen not, before not, or anything which well, would be no, nice they are, oh no one yeah we see drug girl she gets the dr- she finds a drug girl and she's like oh you're just smoking weed like cool that's great and she's like what the fuck like and then she runs into her ex who who in this world like oh yeah yeah just cheated on her and like they, she's like i forgive you you two are cute together anyway. yeah bye-bye yeah. it's like it's yeah we it's do like run through a couple find of anyone them. else who had like a, a little bit more like consequential like difference in their life because there wasn't no it was none. just the the only difference in her going a, a, having not been born was just that her brother died and then 27 other people died <laughs> <laughs> and that was the consequence. It's like she didn't, she didn't affect. That's the other problem is we in the original movie we get a whole life, right? We get his whole life and all the people that he influenced. This movie isn't positing like, look at how you've influenced everybody from the day you were born until now. It's just like you did one thing important at one like crucial moment in time. Yeah. So it's like not like your whole life matters. It's like you just needed to be here to to do this one thing. You which just, is like not the point <laughs> of your life is to kill this man so your brother survives yeah like you you get trauma and he gets a truck <laughs> a big truck <laughs> is basically what this movie is saying but yeah so she makes it she runs to after like briefly stopping to chat with people even though she knows she's on kind of a tight deadline theoretically (laughs) she's like oh i'll just stop real quick and i'll dance and i'll i'll look at the stores that oh oh shit fuck i gotta go you know it's like one of those things and then she makes it there and she gives the whole speech the same speech from earlier on the the thing she's like you matter winnie you matter and you're like oh yeah i guess that you know because like she's back to her normal time so she's not gonna remember so they'll have Mm -hmm. to like rekindle their friendship like that'll be you know fun thing to think about but then she but then she does like the friend immediately is like making this face and then just breaks and she's like no i remember and i'm like for why what logic is this this is where you do the kiss <laughs> this not been. before not before this is where she's like oh you do remember okay and then it's kind of like a waiting moment and then they both kind of confirm like yeah bro let's get it on. yeah or instead of like laughing they'd be like i remember then she like sneaks in for the kiss and then it's like oh you do that yeah you're right better writing Another pass could have caught that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we only went with one. And actually, you know why the whole movie feels like this? Because it was like a first pass thing. Because this movie was shot and finished in 60 days. I mean, that sounds pretty reasonable. <laughs> that's not, But that's not nor- That's not un- unheard of. That's like pretty normal production speed I, for no, things I, like this. I think it's pretty, it's pretty quick. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like to be for everything. You're telling me it was written and finished within 60 days? I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. If it was just feels like, like it production 60 days, that's two months. Like it's a little quick, <laughs> but like it's, it's a pretty much like single location. Yeah. It's not a lot of, not a lot of different. There's like a couple of different spots around town, but it's not like they're like yeah. jet setting around the world to like film this well, movie. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, so it, I mean, it sure feels like it was the writing also happened in there at some point, but but if, yeah. if you're telling me they produced the movie in 60 days and they were writing the script on napkins <laughs> every day, th- then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, and that's where the movie ends. She's like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm so happy that you remember everything and we'll, now we're gonna, you're gonna get dressed and we're gonna go back to my house and we're gonna go to that movie theater and we're probably gonna fuck there because no one will mess with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's, it's just like, what? 
Why does she remember? Like, it would have been an interesting to think about, like, oh, like, we get, we see, like, a little bit of, like, you know, she, the girl was desperate for friends anyway, so it's not like she's going to rebuff her. You know? Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, now they'll relearn. And then you can, like, continue the character's journeys in your head and be like, oh, it's nice, things to think about after the movie. No, they're like, Meh. All I'm saying is, for <laughs> Bernie, if she wants to have a positive and... <laughs> Uh, well-balanced relationship she should probably not just go like yes i'm madly in love with the first person in town who was nice to me yes and then also now there this is what i'm saying now the relationship is is being <laughs> like encroached upon by this trauma dump that is like basically contingent <laughs> on Winnie remaining there because it's like it, now she's in the if you leave I'll kill myself sort of zone and this is not where we want our our friends to be yeah right? you should not establish your your mutual relationship <laughs> on the threat of no suicide. no no <laughs> the, Bernie's character actually she's fine because she says no you can leave I'll be fine I'll be fine I'll be fine <laughs> no just go ahead just go I'll back to I'll be fine because she does she I'll says because she she tells her she was gonna kill herself. As she's, like, about to leave, right? Uh -huh. Presumably. They think, like, oh, we killed my dad. Now I get to leave. So she says it. And she's, when he's like, should I, should I go? Do you need me? And she's like, no, no, it's, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. I made a friend. I'm, I, I did it. I made uh, one I, friend. I, I made fine. a friend. I could make another. Thank you. I made one friend who's about to forget everything. Bye. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so that's the movie. There's, like, some definite, like, huge flaws. But, I mean, overall, it's, like, a goofy... You put it on while you're decorating the tree or baking cookies or yeah. I don't know, whatever generic Christmas stuff you're going to do that you put movies on for. There's certainly, like, the list of movies that people watch around Christmas is so wild in quality anyway. So it just slots right in somewhere in the middle. <laughs> oh, and, you know, she comes back to this supposedly better timeline. Her mom still sucks. <laughs> Her mom is still but her, awful. But it's like, her mom is like a soulless, like Christmas decoration of a human, anyway. But you know what? If like you had to pick, though, if the options were like, if I want trad mom or alcoholic mom, <laughs> I think I want alcoholic mom. The one, the one who's bringing in all of the like, she was already dry. I'm sure you know. It, I'm sure it was less Justin Long and more. This guy was like, I'm gonna kill my wife anyway. I might as well just do. All <laughs> the, I might fuck? as well kill all these other people. Justin Long wants me to kill. <laughs> He just saved her for second to last was all. <laughs> oh, but uh, but yeah, that's you know, that's it's a wonderful knife. I say just put it on. It's you worth know, watching. It's it's bad. You know what's crazy? Like, but it does stuff that may it it's it got the opposite, you know, thing going on from Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> at least when it's being bad, it, there's stuff going on that you want to keep watching it for. At the beginning of this, I said it was maybe like a six or seven. But, like, really going back over it, like, it is, you're right, it is a four. It's a four. <laughs> it is it's a four. A, it's a fat four, dude. It's it's not good. There's, there's a lot of problems. I think this is the first movie on, like, re reappraising <laughs> on the show. I've been like, wait, no, this movie is way worse. Yeah, you, what, that's what, that's what this is for. We're, we're, we're giving you the deep, we're, we're, we're giving you guys you listeners, the the deep dive, the analysis, but we you know what? we're learning a lot about ourselves as we go to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're growing oh, you with you. <laughs> we're growing with you too. So, you know, it's good that we can, you know, it's good that we have the ability to reevaluate, you know, from movie to movie and just, you know, 
day to day. Yeah. I think that's what's important. I think the takeaway from this movie is we're both uh, LGBTQ allies. Mm-hmm. Sims. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know about Sims, <laughs> but allies for sure. Um, we are against <laughs> real estate development. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, we are... Anti, Anti-Burgermeister. Anti-Burgermeister <laughs> for sure. And... Um, Still hate Christmas. <laughs> well, some of us hate Christmas less than the other, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But we're here for you. We're here for the Christmas lovers. We're here for the Christmas haters. Um, and I don't know whatever fits in between that. The the, the ones who really stand Thanksgiving and, <laughs> and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all from us here at the Devil's Cut. Uh, we'll catch you later, BLs buds. Until then. Creepy real. What the fuck is Rankin Bass? The little people who do the um the old stop motion. Oh. What? Rabbit hole took you down there. Christmas. The Christmas rabbit hole. Oh. The holiday spirit took my hand, guided me. <laughs> said hello jack frost came out went bing 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 and fucking the heat miser showed up and we were like get out of here you know i've never actually seen that one the one with the heat miser and jack frost a like, year without I, a santa claus yeah like i've seen parts of it right but i've never like sat and watched it it was one it what we didn't have the like vhs of it we had all the other ones um so that was one that was just i just never saw it I don't know how it slipped by, but... Do you understand why they're there talking to those guys? Who? What? Heat Miser and Cold Miser? No, why? Is because there's no Santa Claus? Well, they have to... Santa and one of the reindeers <laughs> are, like, in prison. Ooh. Doing a hard time? Yeah, they're in jail, so they have to prove to this like mayor that he is santa by performing a christmas miracle and in order to do that christmas miracle they go to the the uh the heat miser first i think and they're like oh no i think they go to the cold miser first and they're like hey we gotta let it it's gotta snow in the south you're the snow guy make it happen he's like my brother will never go for that shit you gotta go deal with my brother so then they go to the heat miser and he's like Snow in the south on Christmas? Go fuck yourself. So they get into an argument. He's like, all right, well, if it's going to snow in the south, then it's got to be, like, hot in the north. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about hot in the north? (laughs) So then they have to get, they have to go above and beyond. And Mrs. Claus steps in. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to your mother. And they're like, not in jail. Not our mother, please. So they, like, Skype in on the wall. They just video chat in Mother Nature. And she's like, boys, stop being pieces of shit. And you just do Mrs. Claus a favor so we can get her husband out of jail. Okay. I did not (laughs) know that that was... I kind of thought it was a, like, um... Just... From uh, what I know of Jack Frost and the Heat Miser, doesn't look like a very pleasant guy. I thought it was sort of like a power Jack Frost isn't story, even in that movie. Who is it then? What is his? His name is, is the, the cold guy. The the, the 
snow miser. It's the snow miser and the cold. Uh, the heat miser and the, the snow miser. Why wouldn't they cold just miser, use Jack yeah. Frost? Because Jack Frost is in a different movie with Kubla Khan. <laughs> right. Um, um, what's Mother Nature look like? Those is a whole different. That's that's Wikipedia, Wikipedia Mother Nature. That's not gonna help me. She looks like a kindly old woman. A kindly old woman. <coughs> is the snow miser the heat miser and the snow miser? I always thought it was Jack Frost and the heat miser. No. See, that's how little I've seen the movie. Wow, that would really. Have you ever seen Rudolph's Rockin' New Year? You want to hear even crazier. Rudolph, Baby New Year. Father Time, like, loses Baby New Year in, like, a time portal thing. And then Rudolph has to go through, like, storybook land to find... Oh, my God. Baby New Year. This is it? That's not it. That's uh, okay. something else. Maybe it's not Rock New Year. There it is. Oh Shiny New God. Year. Look up Baby New Year from Shiny New Year. Oh, he's right on the right. On the right side. Put the top hat. Here, scroll here. down. Scroll down. Right there. Oh, my God. And he's got giant ears. Whoa! And everyone laughs at his giant ears, and it makes him self-conscious. So he then he gets a he, dragon? So He doesn't get a dragon. He, he just this- meets a dragon. I'm gonna I'm gonna save this and I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna tweet it later. I'm gonna put the <laughs> the trailer for House of Dragon season two just dropped. It's <laughs> pretty good. But they meet they meet the the three bears in this. And Ben Franklin, if you look on the immediate left when you scroll down. That's wow historical Ben Franklin. That one, I've never heard of this one. This Look one up Father Time, too. Father Time's got a really great design. From the same one? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the one spurt of red hair on top is so bizarre. It, 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 I'm, it makes me really uncomfortable, actually, to, to look at this. Is the the one shot of him waving is terrifying. Oh, he's a he's a sex pest. He's a little. He looks he looks like the guy who was in charge of Children of God, the incest cult. Uh, I yeah, I would believe. Well, um, here we go. I think there's a lot of that's them right there. Yeah, that's Children of God. (laughs) This is this is a cult right here. This is a cult picture. Yeah. You slap this, slap it, this right next to uh, Jonestown. I always think it's slap it right next to um, the guy from Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Jared Leto, put the Jared Leto cult that? photos right next to that one. In this day and age, I think it's crazy that you can think of the band he was in before his. Name. I have He's to, I have to so separate the it. art and the artist <laughs> to appreciate Thirty Seconds to Mars anymore. Uh. All right, all right. We have to, we have to start this now. Okay, let me see. 